Welcome to this half-hour dose of weekly Jewish spirituality, brought to you by Mishkan's Thursday Morning Minion. Jews have a tradition of praying three times a day, and at Mishkan, we have a daily Minion at 8 a.m. Central to get your day started. Folks, join us from across the country and world as we begin each day with words and songs of gratitude, inspiration, and Torah. If you miss us in the morning, join us here every week for the replay of our Thursday Minion, hosted by me, Rabbi Lizzie Heideman. Without further ado, I invite you to breathe a little deeper, connect a little more with yourself, with God, with Torah, with this community, and with the world around you, wherever you are, whatever your time zone. occurred to me as I started to sing and to play that now that we are in the month of Av, in many traditional synagogues and Jewish spaces, and I say traditional, I mostly mean Orthodox, but maybe even the, the traditional conservative ones, they actually wouldn't be playing instruments during these nine days. Um, and so now I'm like, I'm asking myself, how traditional do I feel? Uh, because I really, um, I enjoy bringing you know bringing a little you know a little harmony and texture to the morning davening and to you know on shabbat we can sort of suspend some of those traditional morning practices that are done during these nine days um but uh but the tradition is during the week like you you know you're just singing a cappella. like i remember walking into the jewish bookstore um during these nine days um, a couple years ago and noticing like they were playing Jewish music, but it was acapella Jewish music and just, you know, sort of clocking. Oh, right. That's the time of year we're in. You know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to put down the guitar. And the reason why I'm going to do it, even though I enjoy, I enjoy davening with a guitar very much, um, is for reasons I will explain momentarily. Um, I did have this debate last year too. And I think it happened right after playing a song with the guitar and being like, why didn't I think of that before I played the guitar? Um, okay, I wanted to take a moment to uh, do something together that I, you know, if I if I do it, I usually do it on my own. Um, and very often, each one of you who might wear to fill in might do this on your own. But um, but I wanted to do it together to look at the specific language around putting to fill in on this morning. Um, so I wanted to wait to do it with you. So first start with the one for the arm. Take it out of its cute little box. Has its little armhole. Stick my arm through there. 
Both Rabbi Stephen and I are very happy to sit with anybody who might want to learn how to do this practice in person. Um, just a little cover on it here. Okay. The blessing you say to put on to fill in. Let's see. Where's the first one? Oh, right here. Baruch Elohinu Asher Vitzivanu Tefillin. Haniach is like sort of to to rest on top of yourself, like lanuach, lanuach to feeling, and then you wrap the strap like seven times around your arm: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And I'm just going to kind of hold this here for a minute, and now do the one for my head. Take it out of its cute little box. And there's a second and separate blessing for doing it on your head. Baruch atah Adonai, Elohim melech ha'olam, asher kachanu b'mitzvotav v'tzivanu al mitzvat tefillin. For the mitzvah of putting on tefillin. And I think the reason why there are two different blessings is because there's actually debate about which is the correct blessing. Um, because this is one mitzvah, you know, in, well, in the Torah, it's, you know, it should be a sign on your arm and a symbol between your eyes. Is that one or two? So I think there's debate about it. So they just include both. But then they include this line, Baruch Shem Kavod Leolam Va'ed, as if to say, that, that's often the line you stick in if you're not exactly sure if what you said was completely right. You know, sort of like, God, I, but my heart's in the right place. Okay, this is the thing I wanted to look at, though. So then as you're wrapping the the rest of the tefillin around your hand, you know, in sort of a the symbolic way, making a shin and a dalit and a yud on your hand with the with the rest of the straps, you say these words. Um, I will betroth you to me forever. I betroth you to me in justice, in righteousness, but tzedek, uva mishpat. I betroth you to me in loving kindness and in mercy. I betroth you to me in faithfulness, but emunah, via data et Adonai, and you will know God. And I wanted to start here this morning. First of all, have people seen this before? Feel free to like chime in. People have seen this before. No? Okay, some people yes, some people no. So this is beautiful. My husband is sitting here wearing to fill in while we're doing this, so I've yeah. seen it before. So I I love this and you know, I all of you know that uh you know, I'm sort of I'm sort of spotty with my to fill in wearing, but there was a time during which I said this every morning. Um, and during that time, I happened to also be single and um, and betrothing myself, engaging myself, basically like announcing that I am I am in an intimate relationship with the divine every single morning as I put these on was really affirming. Um, and it is really affirming. I find it really affirming. And part of that, too, is um, is this idea of entering into a long term relationship like a long-term relationship. You don't betroth yourself for a one-night stand. 
like you betroth yourself for a long-term relationship. And um, it's the it's the same language we use for, you know, the first part of the wedding ceremony, um, which is the betrothal. And why do I mention this? I mention this because here we are beginning beginning the book of number, uh, excuse me, beginning the book of Deuteronomy. And we begin with, all right, here are the words that Moses addressed to all of Israel on the other side of the Jordan through the wilderness. And then it goes on and lists a bunch of places. It is 11 days from Horeb, meaning from Sinai, to Kadesh Barnea by the Mount Seir route, meaning it should have taken them 11 days to get from Egypt to Israel. Next sentence, it was in the 40th year on the first day of the 11th month that Moses addressed the Israelites in accordance with the instructions that God had given to them. So essentially, they thought they were going in for like a sweet, hot week with God. And 40 years later, they realize, oh, like this is a long-term relationship. Um, There were some things we needed to work out along the way. And the whole story of the Jewish people is the story of a very protracted relationship that in which things don't happen right away exactly as you expect, which, by the way, is just life. Um, things do not happen exactly as you expect on the schedule you expect in the way that you expect. Um, but that's what it is to be a human being. That's what it is to be alive. And that's what it is to be in a relationship with the master of the universe. So I wanted to open there this morning with an invitation for all of us as we enter the book of uh, Deuteronomy, but also just this morning as a reflection question, how are we patient in relationship with God? with God. Now, you can translate that to how are we patient in relationship with all of the people we're in relationship, people we're in relationship with. But how are we patient in relationship with the divine? Um, so with that, now I will go on. All right. Um, go on with the blessing for having a working, healthy body. Baruch atah Adonai Eloheinu melech haolam, asher yatsar et adam v'chokma uvaravo nekavim nekavim, chalulim chalulim, galui v'yadua lifnei chisei kvodecha, she'im yifatech echad mehem v'yasatem echad mehem, i afshar lehitkayam v'lamod lefanecha, afilu sha'a echat. Baruch atah Adonai rofeh kol basar umafli la'asot. Blessed are you, Adonai, who forms the human being with wisdom and created within us openings and hallows, it is known and obvious before your glorious throne that if even one of them were ruptured or blocked, it would be impossible to exist and stand in your presence even for a short while. Blessed are you who heals all flesh and performs wonders. And I actually think it maybe is now is a perfect moment with this blessing of a working body to drop in names for healing. Unusual moment for it, but but this is a great blessing for sending that desire that people's openings should be opened, closings should be closed, things should be flowing and working exactly as we want them to, and praying and hoping that we can help get the people we love there, physically and mentally. Everybody on Irene's list, uh, Diana, Mark, Mika Todd, Kristen Pat, Emmett, the Stern family, 
Sarah, Natalie, Morris, yes, Mir everybody in this minion, Miriam, Cassandra, yes, re relatives of everybody in the minion, Manuela Rainier, Walter Moshe, and Delia, Gary and Jean, Roth, Mama B and all the minion mamas, Maya, Karen, Sharon, Daryl, Erin, Mirit, Edel James, Shelly and Bet, Tirza, Sherry, Rebecca, Don Morris, Christy and Dad, oh, Jackie, Nick, Delia, yes, everybody in the Minion. And Matt and Joel and Susan and Susan and Sherry and Delia, Max and Lucy, Richard and Mackie, and Mary Beckholt, Nellie, Charmaine, Natalie, Ross, L, Ronald Kane, Maya, Pam, Aiden, yes, Arnie and Delia, and everyone who's struggling with addiction or with mental health sending love and sending this blessing that you may feel the sense of having a miraculous healing. Mafli la'asot. Rofe kolbasar umafli la'asot. The healer of all who creates wonders. Amen. Amen, amen. Go into this kol ha'neshama if you're up for singing with me. So remember that there's an A part and a B part, and you can do the Kol HaNeshama and the Hallelujah against each other. Kol HaNeshama Te Hallelujah Hallelujah Kol HaNeshama Te Hallelujah Hallelujah Hallelujah, 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 Hallelujah. Kol Hanishama Te Hallelujah, If I didn't make the connection totally clear before, the whole leolam, and I engage myself to you, I betroth myself to you for eternity, is connected to me not playing guitar today. Because as much as I want to do something that I enjoy doing, I have to sit back and recognize I have three hundred and fifty-five other days of the year that I can do that. And like during the nine days, I can actually like lean back, you know, and do things in a different way, which I feel like the tradition asks and invites us to do just to see how it feels. Um, and to know that like, we'll also be able to reconnect and it'll feel different and that'll feel great. Um, so I can be patient. I'm going to invite us to stand if you're able. I'm going to Baruch Hu.
And, and if you're able, feel free to unmute so we can do the back and forth of this. Barichu et Adonai Hamivorach. I love that holy cacophony. Baruchata Adonai Eloheinu Melech Haolam Yotzer Or Uvarecho Shecho Se Shalom Uvare Et Hakol Hameira La Art Veladarimale Habrachami Muftim Vamechadesh At Bechol Yom Tamid Maase Vereshit. Or Hadash al Zion Ta'ir Venis Kechu Lanu Mehera Le Oro Baruchat Adonai Yotzer Hameorot Ahava Raba Ahavtanu Adonai Eloheinu Chemla Gadola Vietera Hamata Aleinu Avinu Malkenu Ba'avur Avotenu Shabbat Chubcha Betelam Deim Chuke Chaim Kain Tichonenu Udlam Deinu Avinu Ha'av Harachaman Hamrachem Rachem Aleinu Beten bilibenu, lahavinu lahaskil lishmoa, lil modu lilamed lishmor vilasot, ulakayem et koldi reit amun toratecha beahava. Veha ereinu, betoratecha, vedahabek, libeinu, bamitzvotecha. Ve'yached levavenu, le'ahava ulira et shemecha. We gather the four corners of our tzitzit to say, V'havienu l'shalom, me'arba kanfot ha'aretz, v'tolichenu komamiyut la'artsenu, ki el po'el yeshuot atau v'anu v'charta mekolam v'lashon, v'karavtanu l'shimcha ha'gadol sela ba'emet, l'hodot l'cha u'liyachedcha ba'ahavah. Baruch atah Adonai, ha'bocher b'yamo Yisrael, ba'ahavah. Blessed are you. Who chooses us, who we choose, with love and through love. Shema. Yisrael. Adonai. Eloheinu. Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kavod Machotel Lelam Bawad Ve'ahavta et Adonai Elohecha V'chol Levavcha V'chol Nafshecha V'chol Meodecha V'hayu Hadvarim Ha'ele Asher Anochi Metzavcha Hayom Alvavecha Veshinantaham levanacha vidibar tabam. Veshivtacha bevetacha. Uvalachtacha vaderech. Uvshoch bacha uvkumecha. Ukshartam leot al yadacha. Vehayulitotafot benenecha. 
Ukatavtam, Almazuzot Betacha, Uvisharecha. We had a great conversation yesterday. We've been going through our, um, our, our conversion conversations, our bait deans, bate deen, plural. Um, and so yesterday we had eight in a row conversations with people who have been studying for the past year and in some cases many more, many more years than that and are finally sitting before three rabbis and saying, here's why I want to be part of the Jewish people. I don't just want to study it. I don't just want to learn it academically. I actually want to be Jewish. I want this to be among my identities as, you know, whatever I, all, all the other things that I am, I want to be Jewish. Um, and so in a conversation with one of these people yesterday, um, and we said, why, like what, what brings you to this moment? And they said, I just, I just think it's so funny and cool. And we were like, great. Okay. Say more. And they said, like, like, for example, Three, 613 meets vote. Like that's so excessive and so amazing. I love that. I love that. There's so many, like, <laughs> you know, and just like everything out of this person's mouth was a surprise. I've never heard somebody say before there 613 meets vote. That's a really wacky number. It's a lot of things maybe. And, and even the tradition would agree more things than any one person could possibly do in a lifetime. And that that delights me. Rather than rather than saying like that feels like a burden, no thank you. Which by the way, there's a midrash that says that many other peoples of the world, when offered the Torah, were like, uh, nah, that sounds a little like too too extra. And the Jews were like, bring it on, you know, without even knowing what was in it. But as I look at this, as I look at this paragraph that we say every single day, you know, that I feel like places front and center, you know, the mitzvot that we want to hold as you know the touchstones. First of all, loving God, which translates, of course, into loving the world and other people, because everything that we see is, you know, created by and, and infused with God, with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. Okay, is that one mitzvah or three? Or four, actually. There's no consensus on what the 613 are, by the way. Different, different people have attempted different constructions of it, but there's no consensus on it, okay? Repeat them to your children. There's another one. But are you fulfilling a different mitzvah every time you say to your kids, hey, you know what? Could you speak a little more respectfully to me? That's in the Ten Commandments, by the way, you know? Or um, we're going to go to Shabbat services. We're going to go do Shabbat. We're going to do Shabbat here. Is that a different one or is that the same one you're doing over and over and over again throughout your life? Speak of them when you sit in your home, when you walk along the way, when you lie down, when you rise up. The mitzvah of tefillin on your hand, but then also on your head. Is it one? Is it two? Putting up a mezuzah on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. Um, and this is just this is just the tip of the iceberg. Oh, I love that book. It's so full of great drawings. So 613 is said that we know is the total. Um, Roberta, yes. But also, again, depending on how you count, it could be many more than that. Um, Roberta's, excuse me, Bonnie's holding up this great book. It's like um, uh, graphic graphic drawings of every single mitzvah. Um, Thank you. Thank you. In any case, I say this because 
very often in relationship, right, we're like going back to this metaphor of relationship we started with this morning. If you find yourself in a transactional relationship with a partner where you're like, I did the dishes, so you take out the trash. I made the bed, so you fold the laundry. I did this, so you did this. And if you don't do this, then I won't do my part. What kind of a relationship does that sound like? Like, well, it's it's certainly what Boober would call I it, interacting with another person or another being, you know, as fulfilling a function for you. And the truth is, you know, my theory on the mitzvot of being so many of them is so that you actually don't get lost or get stuck in trying to tally up your own or God's brownie points. Who's doing more for who? You know? Um, and rather, we just think of everything that we do as being an offering, everything that we do as being a gift of service of some kind to our creator, to the people around us, and just making that effort all the time and hoping that we hit 613 in a lifetime. I was studying earlier this week in Tractate Makot, I think it is, that you you get more mitzvah points. According to the Talmud, you get more mitzvah points for those mitzvot that are harder to do. So, like, you don't really get any credit for not stealing. We don't want to steal. But the ones that are harder to do, you know, don't mix, uh, you know, kalayim in your field or shotness on your clothes. Those are harder. So we're given, Hashem gave us extra harder to do mitzvot so that we get extra credit for that. So, right, exactly. And and there are there are some people who I feel like are really motivated by the idea of credit um, in doing these. And there's a and there's an, another, I, I would say, equally important theory that because we can't know the cosmic value of any one of these, like don't try to explain them. Don't try to explain is kashrut more important or less important than loving your neighbor as yourself, even like um like trying to give the reasons for all of these crazy things, this, you know, what you were just describing, not mixing certain grains in the field, not mixing certain um, fabrics in your clothes. Like, yeah, Judaism has a lot of wacky, some are easier and some are harder to fulfill obligations that constitute this tradition that we all share and love and that sometimes drives us crazy. But here we are, like showing up day after day in relationship. But I also want to add, you never know what the impact of what you do is. Mm. I gave some advice last year at my first conference I was back in November. And I just went to one three weeks ago. And these two women came up to me and hugged me. And I don't even know who they were. And they said to me, oh, my God, we're so grateful for your advice. We listened to you and we got new jobs and we're doing great. And we're in a great place. Thank you so much. And honestly, I had to really think back. What was the conversation that we had? But it it came to me after they said it. But, you know, it feels good because you don't you have no idea what your impact may be, you know, so always. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, Yes. All right. Wait, hang on. I actually, I want to, I want to make sure that we get to uh, Mourner's Kaddish and then we can continue this conversation. Um, Because I know there are people here this morning who are here to say Kaddish and before 830, just to make sure that we do it. Um, Yeah. We're all called to different mitzvot. It's true. Um, And the obligation now to transition the obligation to say Kaddish for a parent is a mitzvah that you don't have to do and can't do at most points in life. And then at a certain point, it becomes an obligation. And so, Glenn, I see you're here with us this morning. Um, I'm glad you're here with us. Um, 
Do you want to say anything about what brings you here? Um, my mom passed away two weeks ago. Um, two weeks ago today, in fact. So, um, and I am in in Shloshi now. So, and what was her name? Her name Muriel Cornblatt. Muriel Cornblatt. Anyone else who is saying Kaddish this morning? Um, I'm here for change, not to say for my mom, because I just passed the year while you were in Israel. We talked about that before, but um, today is the Hebrew anniversary of my dad's death in 2009, Fischl David or Hall, and his middle name was David, which is a name that I keep running into, like my husband. Um, and he'd be, unlike my mom, who would have thought it was very strange, I was um, going to morning minion every day for her. My father would really appreciate that I'm doing it on the day. And David is wearing his tallis. Mm. And this is the uh, 39th yard site of my grandfather, Yosef. And mm. my father is not, so I say Kaddish for his parents. Thank you. Thank you. And for Brian's mom, Ruth, her yard site, and Char Davenport. All right. Um, Glenn, would you like to lead us in Kaddish? Sure. All right. So for anybody who's saying Kaddish, I invite you to stand. Yitkadal, v'yitkadash shemei rabah. Amen. V'yamadi brech eritei v'yamlich machutei v'chayechon v'yamechon v'chayetuchol beit Yisrael v'agalah v'zman kari v'imru. Amen. Amen. Yehei shemei rabah mabarach li'olam v'olam Itbarach, Vishtabach, Vipar, Vitraman, Vinase, Itadar, Vitale, Vitala, Shemed, Kurisha, Laela, Mikal, Birchata, Vishirata, Tusbechata, Venechemata, Damiran, Vialma, Vimru. Amen. Yehe Shlama, Rabba, Min Shamaya, Vahayim, Alena, Vialko, Yisrael, Vimru. Amen. Ose Shalom, Vimramav, Uya, Se Shalom, Alena, Vialko, Yisrael. Amen. Amen. Thank you. And then finally, to close out the conversation about time and God's schedule and our schedule, I was curious about the whole 11 days from, uh, from what was it? Horeb to Kardesh Barnea by the Mount Seir route. I was like, where is Mount Seir? You know, we know where Sinai is ish. So Sinai is like down here somewhere. And then it's an 11 day walk through Mount Seir up this way toward, toward the land of Israel, 11 days that took 40 years. The end. You've been listening to Contact Chai, Mishkan's podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, please leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts and help us rise in the Jewish charts. And if you appreciate what we do, I invite you to join as a builder or make a donation on our website, mishkanchicago.org. Shabbat Shalom.